Earl on the beat. I ain't mad at him, baby. If I seen you up me to a beat, boy, you crazy. Diamond and the rough, you look as good as Oprah's book. No, I just wanna take you out. You in your mama house, overseas, I fly you out. Is he tricking? Do she really love him? Let's just find it out. Baby, what's up with your Save it, girl, straight from the south. Back home, I know president, I'm Obama. Ay. I condone the drama. Ay. I told I'm Madonna. Do you need pajamas? Yeah. Stay in the night, girl, you promised it. I hide in the cave like Osama did. I'm blowing a bag in the diamond district. You need me like dollars that are owed to you. Yeah. Money and me are the same, but I just don't fall for you. Yeah. Run me your body, I put a range on the road for you. I don't know what you were told, but I ain't mad at you, baby. If I sent you out, me to a beer, boy, you crazy. Diamond and a rough, you look as good as Oprah's bank account. I just wanna take you out. out. In your mama house, overseas, I fly you out. Is he tricking? Do she really love me? Let's just find it out. Baby, what's up with him? Say the truth, stay from the south. Is it mad at you for me? Nice to do it over Leroy. Don't say the Leroy without the Junior today. Man, do we got a show for you scheduled? But first, you gotta get this thing popping. Let everybody know who we uh my dude in this thing. What up, Cozy? What's up, Uncle Leroy? Glad to be hey. on again. Let's do this. Just like that. Hey, don't say the Leroy without the Junior, man. Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So how's it going, man? Man, it's going. It's the weekend. I don't know if it matters these times these days, but it's here. <laughs> that is true. That is true, man. So, uh, you know, for everyone that's uh, to our viewers, you know, thank y'all for hanging out with us uh, on the Sports Chatter Show. And with this, you know, we talk about the hottest topics in our group. You know, definitely look us up, Sports Talk with friends. And, man, you got had to be under a rock to not know about Earl Thomas and his wife, Nia Thomas. Man, what's up with that, man? Man, that dude put it out there, didn't he? It just kind of caught everybody off guard. He didn't come off with that type of personality, but he was like, boom, he's with it. He tried to get in front of it, but hey, it's out there now. So. <laughs> People problems, man. People problems. That is true. That is true. That is true. So, man, you know what? Let's, uh, should we, what do you want to do? Should we play the, because we got footage. Should we play the Earl Thomas footage or should we bring Coach Z in? What's up? What should we do? Bring Coz in so he can witness this with us. <laughs> <laughs> I just I like how we gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I like how we gonna do that. So uh, you know, without any further ado, you know we got we got to get a drum rolls. Got we got drum rolls. Oh, shuck it, duck it, nah. We got ah. <laughs> we gonna bring him in, man. Hey, how's it going, there, Coz? Hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Man. Doing well. Welcome, welcome. Appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out with me. We appreciate that. Uh, no problem, man. No problem. Good, good conversation. I know we about to have some good conversation. Hey, that is what we do. Exactly. But man, like this is cool. Like what is this? Like this is beautiful, man. Like, what, like this is what is this? Like this is one of your training camps. Yeah, it's one of my group sessions for my for my beginner sessions, man. Uh, you know. I go through a lot, you know, trying to get these kids, you know, with a with a with a fundamental sound, you know, you know, skill set, man. I try to ground them that way I can grow them. You know what I'm saying? They got to start with a with a you know with a with a with a you know with a sound skill set. A lot of people don't understand that. Facts, facts, facts. 
Facts. And you know, one thing that I like about you know your your camps is it's more than just dribbling skills. You know, you actually teach them life skills because my son was actually you know went to a couple of your camps. So um, we definitely gonna get into that part, man. I, you know, I definitely shout out to you, brother, on that uh, because one thing that stood out to me, you know, we definitely made you uh, we we brought you out here, won't highlight you in your skills camp, but. Um, we used to live, we got a little background history. We used to live together in Oak Cliff. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, so you sir. From, you from the Dallas area? I'm from Oak Cliff. Born and raised in Oak Cliff. Went to Arthur Lee Hussey. I was getting ready to go to Carter, and my mama got a good job and moved, bro. Yeah. I was upset. You hear me? Because <laughs> Carter was the spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I thought I was going to be a Carter cowboy all my life. I had my mind and you know made up on being a quarter cowboy and my mama moved on me, man. So yeah, it was it was a little it was a little, you know, experience for me to go through to go out to City Hill, man. I, I graduated from City Hill High School. Wow, wow, wow. But I'm gonna tell you one thing that was kind of cool. You know, I passed by your uh passed by your apartment. I wouldn't smell like me. I wouldn't smell maple syrup, I wouldn't smell any pancakes, any grits, any eggs, but I would hear boom boom. Boom, 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 boom. Every morning you had that basketball, man. Now, like I said, that's what stood out to me because, you know, one thing about great greatness is great workout, great preparation. And I seen it, you know, and I seen it. Yeah, man. Uh, my son, you know, my daughter was finishing up and my son was the next. So I used to start him out early, man, with, you know, just consistency and understanding the preparation and everything that goes behind basketball to be good, man. So, you know, uh, you know, it, it's still instilled in him right now. He's 11 years old, and he still understands that when I started him out, this is what it takes to, you know, to get that free education. That's, you know, that's the goal. And I think a lot of people are chasing pro and all that stuff. I'm chasing a free education because, you know, once your kid gets that, then they can start life off debt free. And, you know, that's the total process for me. I don't, you know, I played pro ball for so many years and, you know, I, I tell people all the time that was that was my goal. That was my goal to play pro ball. It wasn't my parents' goal. It wasn't nobody. But you know, my right. dad told me when I was fifteen, he didn't him him and my mom didn't have no college fund for me. So I better make the basketball thing work out for me. And so there's so that, many youth that had that same story. Man, wait, I, wait, yeah. hold on, wait. We can't give it all out just yet, man. You yeah, 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 nuggets yeah. right now, man. Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, y'all gonna have to cash out that. That is STFW Live. <laughs> if you want some more of those nuggets, man. But uh, so, what you think about this Earl Thomas situation? We're just gonna hop right into the show right quick. Hey, man, this has been this has been traumatic. I, I you know, I woke my wife up with this subject. I said. You know, hey, this NFL wife, you know, caught her husband in the bed naked with, you know, with some women and pulled a gun on him. And she was like, wow, you know, right. you know, you know, I was like, you know, what, what you know, what you thinking about that? And she was just like, you know, you got to stop toying with people's lives. You got to stop toying people's hearts. And right. so that played a bigger role with me. It wasn't about it wasn't about what, you know, what he's doing. It was about it was about the feelings. And I think right then in that moment, she was reacting on feelings, man. She loved this man as her husband. And, you know, she's tired of it. You know, this ain't the first time she done been through it. No, oh, really? First, it's just the first time we done heard wow. about it. That's breaking yeah. up to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, so, I mean, you hey, know. she had the Madip purse, so I, it couldn't 
have been her first time because she no, came no, out with that's that. What I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. For her <laughs> to, for her, for, 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 for her to go get her friends. See, that's a that told me a lot as a as a pro athlete. That told me a lot. For you to go get your friends to go with you, that told me this ain't your first time dealing with something like this. Right. So you know, uh, you know, bring so, the bag up. Yeah, she brought some bag up case it was it was might have been one of them girls she couldn't handle by herself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So hey, and hold on, you know, no, I can tell in the interview that Earl Thomas, the way his voice was crackling, crackling, yeah. that it yeah. wasn't his first time, man. So hold on, you know what? We got footage. We got footage. We go. Well, hold on, let's uh, you know, sometime the cameraman gets it right. Uh oh. Sometimes he, we we giving out the wrong footage. <laughs> That's too early. That's too early. That's the wrong. That's the wrong one. Hey, you know I, I had messed up the cues. Y'all got to bear with me one, one one time. Let me see if I go get it right this time. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Hold on. Hold on. Bear with me. We gonna get it. I keep striking out. Third <laughs> time's a charm, brother. That's it. Especially when it's the last option. <laughs> so if I get this wrong, there's definitely a problem. So, so my agent just hit me and said that I'm going to be on uh, TMZ tomorrow from an altercation that happened with me and uh, Nina. So I uh, just want to get a head, head, just want to get ahead of it. And uh, I mean, it's really not anybody's business. Um, it's pissing me off that it got out, but it, it's the world we live in today. Uh, but instead of talking about us, just keep us in y'all prayers and uh, stuff like this happens, bro. You know, I, we try to live the best lives we possibly can, but sometimes we don't go as planned. Uh, just pray for us, you know, as we go through this stuff. Uh, you know, we're back talking. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm seeing my kids. So uh, just keep us in your prayers. Mm. Okay. How you go from pissed off to praying? I can't make the correlation. So, what's your thoughts on that? What do you know? Let me know. What you think about that? Hey, man. Hey, when you when it get out to the public eye, man, you know that's a that's a whole different ball game. When you're a pro athlete, man, when you know issues like this hit the public, and you know the women is beating him down right now. Ooh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. They they killing him right now, man, because she got proof. You know what I'm saying that she walked up on this man. But naked in the bed with his brother, right? You know that's that's a whole nother that's yeah. a whole nother issue right there. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's a whole. That yeah, that's a yeah, that's a whole nother issue right there alone. So just drink. Know, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, for this to you know, for this to come out, you know, like that, you know, it's just hey man, we looking at. You know, we're looking at how other NFL athletes are looking at him now. We're looking at right. how the owner of his club is looking at him, you know, as far as how this might bring bad, you know, pub, you know, pub to their right. organization. Fact. So, That's you know, again, what the one thing I preach in my organization, which you see I'm wearing, BWZ, is character. That's it. You know, your character is everything, that. man. That's, that's the one thing that carries you through life. You know what I'm saying? And so, Facts. you know, once you, you know, have a detriment to your character, and it's, man, it's hard to rebuild that, man. It's hard to rebuild that. So right now, that's what he's trying to get ahead of. 
He's trying right. to get ahead of that. You know what I'm saying? He don't want he don't want Earl Thomas to be off the shelf. Facts, facts. But yeah. you know, I think once you get in the media and say, "Hey, I'm trying to get ahead of this, and I don't, and I want some privacy," I'm in front of the media saying I want privacy on TMZ. I don't yeah. get it. So, Coach Lee, can you give me some? Can you give me some understanding? Like, how can he want privacy? He's demanding privacy. But he's on social media, on TMZ, asking for it. It's not making you know, sense. You know, in that situation, he actually just lost that privilege. Once you yes. put yourself out there on social media like that, there was no discreetness. There right. was no respect for, for the other person. Uh, and overall, no responsibility on his part. Right. So that's thrown out the window. So you got to deal with the consequences. You, you as a man, as a person, you made that conscious decision. So that's all on you. So own it. You can't come out there whining about it. Right. You got to suck it up and own it and deal with the punches. Exactly. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Like you talking about getting in front of it. You saying you want privacy is not getting in front of it. That's trying to, to me, that's trying to mute it, trying to suppress it. But did y'all know he was actually on Snap out there doing a shimmy, you know, in the club? You like, you know, y'all knew that? Because if y'all nah, didn't, I, I heard about it. I heard if about y'all it. didn't, hey, let's see if I can get this right. We got footage. We got footage. We got footage. Uh oh, uh oh. I'm telling you, I keep striking out, man. Oh, man. And we already pulled it up. <laughs> like, God, no, it ain't. So that's the only ones I got. And I'm like, you know, I'm about to start deleting these. Come on, drum roll. Uh oh, wait, you know, this ain't all right. Who is this? Oh, that's uh -oh. mad. That's mad. Shout out to uh, Sports Talk with Fred's uh, gaming, man. You know, we definitely be doing the uh, mad tournament coming soon. You like that plug? Like that recovery? Yes, sir. Right, yes, so sir. Let's see. let's see. God, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I must like this one. I keep striking out. So, all right, here we go. One more time. One more time. Okay. Did it again. Strike it out. Exactly, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> All right, that's where you got too many screens up, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna get this at one point. Did I get it this time? Okay, there we go. See, they didn't want it out. That boy having a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me. Hey, I, hey that boy having a good time, man. He was standing up. <laughs> exactly. He was And but that's what I'm saying. So how you post that? How you post that on your snap on your social media, and then come back and say I want privacy. Privacy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's hey, amazing look, that's you can't go on social media and say you want privacy you know like there would be blank on your page about anything that you've done if you want privacy you know what I'm right. saying so you know but you know you saw the cup in his hand you saw the environment he was in so at that particular time <laughs> Some other things played in the, you know, that role that he did what he did. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but when he came out of that, 
when he came out of that, he was like, oh, no, I didn't know <laughs> I did that. Yeah. So yeah. he's trying to recover off of those things that he did. You know what I'm saying? So that is that, that that's that's my take on that. That's my take on that. Real talk. You know, and it's funny because a lot of people in the group, you know, they were talking about, oh, you know, here it goes again, this and that, you know, it wasn't his fault. And you know, it was a whole lot of stuff. And one act one person actually got uh you know said, Oh, he's he's asking for his privacy. One person said, you know, oh, he, you know. Mark Ingram is wrong. So that leads us to our next question. I'm sorry. So the next question is this. This is the question right here. Was Mark Ingram a sellout for calling Earl Thomas out on Twitter? So in a group, some people was like, oh, you know, I come from a time where, you know, you don't, if you got a problem with a man, you pull a man to the side. And my response to that is, hey, we got footage. One second. One. Let's see if I can get it right now. Let me see. Hold on. I'm going to... I gotta get this one right. I've been uh, this is one I've been trying to show the entire night. <laughs> <laughs> so here, so can y'all see this? So I feel yeah, right yeah. here. We, you know, so right now is Mark Ingram a sellout because this is the funniest thing. So Earl Thomas, he goes, he takes to Twitter. Please, no questions about the incident with my wife and brother respect our privacy. Mark Ingram responds, bro, no questions about your wife catching you and your brother <laughs> banging the same chick? <laughs> then guns get involved? Nah, mother, boop, we got questions. <laughs> I mean... So what you think? So what you uh, what's your take on this one, uh, Coach Lee? Man, that's probably the most eye-catching one to me is a response. Cause I was like, first of all, I'm like, that's your teammate. So he <laughs> felt some type of way to where he had to speak up to that. So it's gonna be that tension there. So I don't know how he's gonna deal with that part of it. Right, right, right. And you know, and that's one thing. Yeah. That's one thing to pay attention to, that locker room. So uh, what's your take on that, Coach Z? I mean, once you go to Twitter, man, say, once you hit Twitter, that's the platform that the <laughs> world is it. waiting on. Facts. <laughs> yeah, Trump. That's Trump. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, a... that's the one platform that the world is waiting on, man. It's like people just twiddling their thumbs like, I can't wait till he say something. Gotcha. That way I could just. <laughs> screenshot this and just go mega 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 south with all this right. so you know twitter twitter is a twitter is a platform that a lot of you know pro athletes you know they try to stay away from it they really yeah. do good point it's vicious they really wow. because people take that people take that you know and go and go left field real quick with you on twitter man so you yeah, know yeah, I, I just don't trolls. think he understood no i'm listening yeah i don't think he understood the you got it? You bought it? You got one? Okay. Yeah. I don't think uh I don't think he understood the uh the severity of the situation, you know, that, that happened. I don't think he understands the severity of the severity of the situation that happened to for him to even go on Twitter and say anything. Right. Like I'm gonna go completely, I'm gonna shut down all my social media if I'm in this type of thing. Thank you. 
Thank you. Yep. Because the fans are watching. You know, I'm you just going I'm just going to go I'm just going to go shut down mode. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't nobody going to be able to contact me. Ain't nobody going to be able to, you know, send me no messages. Ain't nobody going to, you know, that's just right. what you do when that's you when you that's when you out here like this. That get out that grid. Yeah. Agree. So, uh, shout out to Elf before we uh, get to the interview. He said, uh, "Nope, I would have had jokes too. <laughs> you don't, you don't want your business in the streets. Handle it right. Exactly. That's how I feel about it. You know. That's true. And and the thing, I'm a Domino's player. And you know, what we say, get your kids out the street when you're shuffling bones. Get your kids out the street. <laughs> you don't want them hit. Get them out the street. So, shout out to you, Ed. I definitely appreciate uh, agree with you on that. So. Um, in the tape before we get up, you know, before we get on to this interview, uh, Coach Lee. Say again. In the takes on this, what you think? He'll sell out? Did he handle it right? Uh, I don't think he's a sellout. I wouldn't put it in the terms of that. Um, I definitely say he holds no bars. Uh, it is what it is. So I think part of me is telling me, you know, because of how the whole Ray Rice thing went down. And domestic yeah. violence came into issue. He understands where he's at as a player now, and he's emerging himself into that culture that they're trying to form there, where they don't want that type of drama going on. They are they barely recover from that from a public's view. Right. So I think he's got that in his mind. It, you know, in my opinion. Oh, right. Well done. In my opinion. Well, in my opinion, he's a damn fool. Handle your business, man. If you don't want that, like all that shit, this squash. You you went to social media out there shimmying. You know, how, what more promoter used to tell me? If you if you I saw, if you write a check, something can't cash or something like that. <laughs> don't do it. Don't write the check. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That chick wasn't playing with you. So I you know, agree. <laughs> so we gonna sweep <laughs> and so she definitely gonna cash out. Uh, you know, definitely gonna cash out on him. So I'm pretty sure he's uh, kicking himself in that one, but. We're just gonna get to the hard questions right now. You know, earlier in the earlier in the uh show, you know, we seen you dribbling, you know, we seen you had your uh camp. That was your skills camp. Were you in uh a gym? Yeah, yeah. I have I have a several different gyms I use. Uh my main gym is DeSoto Recreation. Um I, I train out of DeSoto Rec. Um you know, I reach out to all, pretty much all the kids in the Duncanville, City Hill. Um DeSoto, um, Red Oak, Old Villa, Waxahachie, Midlothian. Uh, I got kids oh. drive as far as uh, Alito uh, ah. from Frisco. <laughs> uh, Frisco. Um, man, I got kids coming from everywhere, man. And so, you know, when I first started this, it was very, you know, I started this with originally. Originally, I started BWZ probably about 20 years ago with my daughter. What is um, it? What is BWZ? Yeah. It's balling with Z. Okay. That's right. Yeah, balling with <laughs> Z. You know, I am, I am, I am a legend in the community as far as basketball. Yes, I am a legend yes, in the community as far as basketball. People know me as far as how my career went and where I played and all the things I did. So I call it BWZ because people know me as Z. They don't know me as Zodrick. They know me as Z. So in the Oak Cliff area, you know, throughout. You know, everybody knows me as Coach Z. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but originally, I didn't do this business thing to about 10 years ago. But I started this about maybe 20, 20 years ago, training mm. kids, getting kids better. Uh, wasn't taking a dime for it. Uh, just 
kind of just like helping kids get better. You know what I'm saying? And so I saw an avenue for me to help a lot of kids. So then I jumped into it like, you know what, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping kids, not just basketball wise, but as far as helping them through being tough. You know, I think a lot of kids, I think a lot of kids in this era are so soft minded, man. They just, you know how, you guys look a little like under me. I'm older than you guys, but you guys look, but you guys scold on each other. You guys talked about one another. You know, you you guys yeah. talked about each other, mama. You know, you know, you guys went through that era where yeah. that just was a, that's just something you did. <laughs> right. These kids don't. These kids don't do that. These kids, you know, they truly. You talk about one of these kids, mama. They gonna try to shoot you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it, they're they're so weak minded. They're not able to come back. And be like we were with words. Words mm-hmm. were where we wore. We wore that. We wore right. with yep. words. Yep. And so some days you lose, and some days you win. But you live, just you know, do it again. Yeah. Like oh, I walk away in the cafeteria. Like all right, I got you tomorrow, bro. You right. got me today. Yeah, you I'm got me today, that. bro. You know, <laughs> I got you tomorrow. Look, right. you that? You know, <laughs> these kids cannot handle that type of stuff, man. They, you know. You know, my son came home and said, this boy called my mama ugly. I was like, and? Right, right. Yes. His mama ugly, bro. And he said, <laughs> he said, no, but now he can't be sad. I was like, look, man, you pick out something on his body, man. Right. And you go to work on it, dog. <laughs> I mean, you just, Coach you try to just destroy it, man, you know. <laughs> and so now he's become so proficient at it that where nobody won't even say nothing to him no more because right. he just, he looking at the first thing he can find on you, boy, and he just finna destroy it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I just said, man, this is that. That's the way we were brought up, man. We didn't try to fight you just because you said, you right. know, your mama fat or your mama ugly. We didn't do that. We came man. back with words, man, and this, man. and we didn't have all this what y'all got going on, man. And I think, you know, I think I truly think a lot of parents, if they could get back to the old school style of raising their kids, man, we could straighten out a lot of things that's going on in the community, man. I'm telling you the funniest thing. Like it was, it was we posted, it was posted in our group, and uh, guy was like, "Man, this is how y'all used to be." A little younger cat. He was a uh, shout out to you, girl. Like this is how y'all used to uh, music, listen to music back in the days. He was like, "Yo, mama is a crackhead." I, you know, you remember that? Song? Yo, mama is a crackhead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it just blew his mind. Like you know, like was that rap? Like yes, that was rap. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Was- Crap, like you know what I'm saying? Now that will get you fought. Like that get you beat up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Those days, it was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But those that those type of songs, that type of you know ridicule, that type of you know camaraderie made tough men. That made tough people, tough skinned yeah. people. To our ass, you know what I'm saying? We ain't tripping over that. So no. good point on that. Good point. So you know that's what we talking about earlier. How you know you just develop things. You know you develop these kids on the court and off, but even before they get on the court, you start developing their skills and you watch them before they get there. So what has changed like with this COVID-19 pandemic? Because, you know, I knew I brought my son to a uh, prime, what, you had the gym at Prime Academy? Yeah, That's Prime what? Prep. I was at Prime, prime Prep, prep when, yeah. I, yeah, when I trained your son, yeah. Right, and we went, followed you to, uh, you know, Duncanville, you started getting big. I said, oh, okay, you know, got a Mr. Sauce, man, you know, but coming from a gym, you know, having everyone right there. So, you know, how did this, how did you adapt? How did you adjust? Uh, uh, you know, at first, when it first happened, you know, everything was on complete shutdown. And so um, I set up and I was like, man, you know, this is tough, man. No, you know, kids, 
kids not going to be able to, you know, get what they need. And, and you know, so a lot of kids going to go backwards in this. You know, a lot of kids going to go backwards in this pandemic, you know. So, you know, I started going and taking my son to the little quarter out of their school that I video what we doing. And, and, you know, people were like, wow, Z, you know, like, man, you know, you know, they inboxing me, calling me. Hey, man, can you come do that in my driveway? Like what you doing with your son? Like you can, you can, you know, just you and my, you and my kid, you and my daughter, you know, y'all, y'all just get it in, in the driveway. And I'm like, Hey, well, you know, well, <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that's something that I could do. So yeah, within the parameters, right. it just, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, so I set up a time and so I started these driveway workouts and it went, it went viral, man. It went yeah, viral. That's, that's like, how I see People like, whoa, look at what this cat doing in these kids' driveways, man. You know what I'm saying? And so, and like I explained to the parents, this is how I was raised up. We didn't have a gym. Right. You know, so I'm in my comfort zone. I'm in my comfort zone right now. Right. Outside is my, you know, I I shot, I think I made, I don't know if y'all saw, I don't know if you saw the video where I shot, I don't know how many in a row with my son outside. And he's like, Dad, how are you shoot like that out here? The wind's blowing. Right. I said, man, this is where I was raised up at, man. It, right. You know, I know how to shoot when the wind's blowing this way. I know how to shoot when the wind's blowing that way. You yep. know, it's yep. just what, yeah, it's just, yeah, I, I let the ball, I let the wind carry the ball in the net. You know what I'm saying? And so, right, hold on, let me stop. You know, so he was chain just, net, chain net, or nylon, a vine, which one? Which one you prefer? Chain nets all day. There you go. <laughs> Frag a little pimp juice, a little pimp juice. Yes, yeah, carry on. <laughs> chain this all day. I don't. Hey, I don't. I don't busted my finger over dunking a whole bunch of times, boy, with that chain. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, but sir. no, you know, doing this COVID nineteen pandemic, um, I just truly believe that I created something different. You know, really? I didn't. I, I wasn't. I'm not against the virtual. I got some friends that's doing virtual training, and they're doing really well with that. But me, I'm a hands-on guy. I, I just like to see truly what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, well, I can correct it. Um, I believe during this time, I had a bunch of parents say he came in the house and said, "Cozy said he didn't know that my my foot was up wrong." You know, a lot of stuff they were doing wrong when I was doing group yeah. training. That I got I got kids in the gym I couldn't see. You know right. what I'm saying? But yeah, now sure. that I'm with them alone. I can correct some of the bad habits that they had and they were doing and I can, you know, fix some things. So, you know, what, what all is saying, man, it just, you know, things happen for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Things happen for a reason. I got a bunch of people saying they want to continue this mm-hmm. even after we're able to go back in the gym. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, just, a, you know, it's another avenue for me to, you know, do what I'm doing. So it's, it's been a, you know, it's been, it's been a great, uh, it's been a great deal. You definitely should, should explore because, you know, that's a pioneer. I, you know, I have, a lot of skills coaches that's on my page that I'm friends with, and you know, but none of them, none of them are doing what you were doing, you know, out there, you know, out there with those kids. And not only did it show, you know, hey, your creativeness to adjust and adapt with the, with the time and the ways, your passion. Because at the end of the day, you know, what someone does when they're, you know, idle or what they don't have, you know, what they do to spend the most time of is what they're passionate in. So how did you de- develop this passion for basketball? Hey man, hey, I'm just gonna be honest with y'all. Uh, uh, you know, as as a young kid, man, being from Oak Cliff, you know, losing just wasn't what that was on Shady Way. So, like you that? know, I'm, 
I'm from Greenspan, Shady Way, man. Rep that Dallas stuff, man. That's what I'm talking about. That's just that started at an early age, man. I, if that was just sideline tackle to going up to Humphrey League, playing on the blacktop, you just didn't lose, man. So, you know, I developed a passion for what I loved, and it was basketball, and it has carried me through life. Like some of my some of some of the things I went through life just because of the passion I have of of basketball has helped me through some other things in life. You know what I'm saying? So I transitioned what I've been through in basketball to life as well. So I try to tie that in to, to kids as well. Like it's not, you know, I don't know if you've ever seen my hashtag. It's bigger than basketball mm-hmm. always yep. has me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, cause I really truly mean that, you know, when, you know, when a, when a kid can call me from college and say, coach Z, man, I love you, man. I appreciate you, man. Cause Man, you used to get on me, and I thought you was crazy, man. But <laughs> college now, and this coach, this coach is a fool, man. He, you know, right. he doing this, he doing that. I'm like, I told you, I was trying to prepare you for it, and and now, guess what? You are gonna make it through it. You are gonna make it through it because you are prepared for it. You know what I'm saying? And so, I think a lot of parents today, I deal with a lot of parents that 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 don't understand the old school values and morals because. Mm-hmm. They they transition to what's going on now. Everything is given to these kids. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? And so I stand on the old school. So my mm-hmm. organization is all old school. The parents that support me, they understand. Cozy finna dig up in you. I can go <laughs> drop you off. I'm a I'm gonna go to Walmart. He gonna love on you the same way. But Thanks. if you in the wrong, you, you finna get it. You understand that. You finna get it. So you know, and and that's how I was raised, and it kept me out of trouble. You know what I'm saying? My mom and daddy never, never got involved with the coach. They well, never said nothing to the coach. They and never said, you know, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I raised my kids the same way. My daughter, you know, my daughter called me from Tennessee, man, when she was a freshman, crying, you know. Dad, I, I should be starting and I should, you be, I'm hurt now, man. I'm I, I should be I should be starting, Daddy. I, I don't understand why I'm not starting. I said, Well, you know, hey man, why are you crying? You know, that's what I said first. Why are you crying? Right, right. You know, quit crying. I say, hey man, let me tell you something, man. If you ain't starting, it's cause of something you ain't did. And she she got quiet and she said, What you mean? I said, tomorrow at practice, whoever's starting in front of you, you go kill them. That's what <clears> you do. <throat> From here on out, that's what you do every day. And watch what happens. Man, about three days later, she called me, Daddy, turn on TV tonight. I'm starting. Starting tonight. Starting tonight. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to call no coach and talk to no coach about they what they got going on at their organization because that's their organization. That's how they run their thing. They know what they're doing. They want to win, too. They want that same paycheck. They don't want to lose their salary. So they're not gonna do nothing to jeopardize. They're not gonna do nothing to jeopardize their salary, man. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's something that you're not doing. And so once I told her, I told you a long time ago, it ain't no friends in this game. And that even includes the people on your team. And and she and she, it took her a long time to grasp that concept. And I had to grasp because my dad had to teach me the same thing. You know, I used to try to be friends with everybody and understand. But no, I was leaving the nest and some of them cats wasn't. So they 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 they, they hated on me. They hated on me because I'm going somewhere different than they going. And a lot of kids, that's what they do now in this era. Everybody wants to stay friends. Don't nobody care about being the best in the gym. Don't nobody care about running the gym. 
I used to love leaving the park saying, oh, yeah, I ain't get off all day today, baby. Right. Nobody put me off all day today, baby. You know, I'm putting my sandals on and rolling their eyes. They mad, they upset. You know, they, you know, they in their feelings because it was true. You know what I'm saying? I don't ran from sun up to sundown, and ain't nobody put me off. And you know that era is gone, man. These kids, you know, either the best, yeah, the best kids, the best kids like to play together now. That's why we can't get that super deluxe kid no more. Because they always, all the best kids like to get on the same team. Yep. yep. So they never have to really cultivate their real skill set because they can depend on each other. So the super, the super team like Golden State, that's what started. That's that's the AAU kids of this era. Those mm -hmm. are the AAU kids of this era. Back in our day, we wanted to play against. Right. You know, I, I wanted to play against Juwan Howard. <laughs> I wanted to play against Jalen Rose. Those are my era. That, that, that's the team that I wanted to play against in AAU. Really? I never, you know, I, I, I didn't care about, you know, being on the same team with whoever who was a superstar. I wanted to play against those guys that were labeled the best the of the best, best right. and want to go against them, you know. But this era, all they want to do is play with each other. Everybody stay comfortable. We all cool. Everybody friends. We go to college. Some of us go to college together. Some of us don't. But we right. still remain friends. And I think just the, the whole complexity of, of everything right now is out of whack, man. It's just out of whack. It is, man. It's out of whack. It's a soft generation. Facts. It's a real soft generation. That's why, facts, I agree. That's why they give trophies to second place. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm definitely against that. So, you know, you know, you, I hear this passion. You know, I, you know, I know you love the game. You definitely love your family, you love your values, and you love your kids, you know. So you spoke earlier about your daughter, you know, and she, you know, about her starting, which was great. But she had, a, um, she had an injury. And, you know, and I, it was, you know, it was crazy because it was like I heard about it, my heart stopped, and then next day, you there. I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to you for that, you know, just representing, you know, dads all over, man. Like, that was just so monumental. That was so touching. So, you know, tell us about how did, you know, your daughter being signed after a major injury affect you? Because uh, I seen you in the rehab. I, was, I don't know what type of container she was in, but you was right there. I was yeah. like, man, tell I us just about think, it. When I got the phone call, actually, I'm a college coach as well. I coach at Cedar Valley College. Oh. I'm the uh, assistant women's coach over at Cedar Valley College, and so um, I'm I'm at, I'm down at Hill Junior College in in inside a game, and it's really unrare that my daughter just keeps ringing my phone, like it's wow. you know she'll ring and then leave a message, but it kept ringing and kept ringing, and we're in the middle of a game, and I never forget this day. So I I answer the phone, and all I hear is her screaming, and I say, "Wow, you know." So I I, I run out the gym. I said, hey, what's going on? And she, all she said was, Daddy, Daddy, something ain't right with my knee. And that's what she said. And I said, and the, and, and the trainer grabbed the phone and said, we think she tore ACL. Ooh. And I said, wow. You know, but my calmness calmed her. You know, my calmness, I said, well, can you put it back on the phone? And I, be, I truly believe that my calmness calmed her because I think she thought I was going to lose it as right. well. Right. And but being that, you know, I'm daddy and I understand that things happen in life and I've been through so much in my life that right. I was calm about. It. I said, it's not the end of the world, Zay. 
That's what I told her. This wow. is not the end of the world. This is something that God wants you to come back from and oh, be able man. to have a testimony about to share with other people. Mm. So we just finna accept this and we're gonna hmm. move on. Mm. And you know, I them people called me back and was like, What did you say to her? <laughs> wow, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, she was, you know, she she calmed down, you know what I'm saying? And wow. so, you know, it, it's never been just about basketball with me and her relationship, first of all. Right. That, that was our common ground. Our common mm -hmm. ground was basketball. But our our relationship has been always bigger than just basketball. So I tell people that all the time. We've been we've been through it all together. She's seen my ups, I've seen her ups. She's seen my downs, I've seen her downs. So, you know, you know, I don't I don't never want my kids to feel like they have to live up to their dad's expectations right. because you know, I, I live my life, I played the game the way I played it, I got my accolades, I did what I did. So you know, when my daughter became a McDonald's All-American and a Jordan brand kid, those are things that I expected because of who I am and what I bring to the table. Exactly. Yeah. Man, so, like, you know, like, it wasn't like a shocker to me, like when it all happened, because when she came to me and asked me to make her one of the best girls basketball players to ever come out of Texas, I told her, you know, you know what come with that. That's all I said to her. <laughs> you know what come with that. And she looked at me and said, I know. And so, you know, you know, and yeah, sacrifice come with that. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so, you know, that's that that that's just what I did for her. And her graduating from college is gonna be the biggest thing, uh, you know, for me. I don't care about no WBA, I don't care about no overseas, I don't care. But that's that that's a kid's ambition. That's a person's ambition to go on and do things like that for themselves. I think a lot of times as parents, we live through our kids and we mess them off. Agree, that is off. fact. Yep. We mess them off, you know what I'm saying, living through them. I think we're supposed to live for them. Thanks. You know, we live for them, help them to get to whatever avenue they're trying to get to, and then we let them fly. You know what Thanks. I'm saying? That's just what we're supposed to do. You know, uh, my dad, he, you know, he never came home and said, son, did you shoot all your jumpers in the backyard? Son, did you go dribble the ball like you're supposed to do? Son, did he never did none of that. That's stuff that I did on my own. Mm. And so I got the I got the dividends and the repercussions off of it because of the work I put in. You know, so I, I, I bleed that into my kids. I bleed that into my daughter. I bleed that into both of my daughters. I bleed that into my son. I bleed that I bleed that in them. You know what I'm saying? Like my, my middle daughter is a cheerleader. She didn't want to go to the basketball avenue. She she's a cheerleader and she is. She's probably one of the best cheerleaders in the, in, in the Texas, yeah. in the state of Texas. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, you know, I, you know, like I told her, whatever you do, though, whatever you do, you put your all into it. You know, don't don't do nothing half. But, you know, I just yeah. don't believe in that. Yeah. I don't believe in nobody wasting nobody's time. I don't believe in doing nothing half. But I don't believe nothing. I just don't believe in that. I just feel like whatever you're going to do, you try to be the best at anything you do. it. If, it, if you want to be a student. You be a four point student. You don't cut no shortcuts. You don't. You don't do anything. You know. And I. You know everything that I preach. It's it's throughout life. It's not just through sports. You know. It, you know. It's through. You know. Like I told my daughter when she got was getting recruited. I said, man, I could have. I could have played for Duke. I could have played for North Carolina. You know, I was mm -hmm. a top. Oh wow. Yeah. You know, but I didn't have the grades. So I learned. I learned through my experience. 
what to tell my kids mm -hmm. for them for their experience don't mess up like i did don't limit your options because mm -hmm. you didn't take your education serious right. you know what i'm saying so those are the things that i'm preaching to this community now Preach. are the things that i you know i cut myself short out on you know in life so those are valuable assets that a lot of people don't understand that when you go through things that i've been through you're able to teach you know what I'm saying? You're able to teach and motivate kids to do better. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I had a kid last year was well, he was he was cutting it short in his grades. And once I told him my story, you know what I'm saying? He went from, you know, this 2.0 kid to this 3.2 student. You know what I'm saying? And so his options for a scholarship became a lot better for him. A lot of schools were getting interested in him because, because of his GPA. But, you know. And until somebody, sometimes as parents, we can be the best parents we want to be. I tell parents this all the time. We can be the best parents we want to be. We can tell our kids till they blue in the face, don't do this and don't do that. Hmm. But sometimes it takes somebody else outside the village yep. to help them understand, you know, hey, my dad say yep. this to me all the time. My mom say this to me all the time. And they listen to them because it's not mom and dad. But they're like, hey, my mom and dad say this to me all the time. So they must be telling me something that's right for you to be saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. yep. So, you know, no, 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 you know, you know, passion, you know, passion and all that, man, it's just it's tied into helping. You know, that's right. just that's just why I am now. I'm just I'm all in the helping kids, man. That's, you know, my motto, yeah. my, you know, my business yeah. is impacting kids lives. That's what that's my motto. Yeah, you know, sure. And you and one thing that you know a lot of people don't understand because you know a lot of coaches they'll get you know there's a lot of coaches on the market, but they don't have that mm, that that what it is you know it's like yeah they can teach you how to drill through the legs and all like that but that is it you know there's no substance so you know I'm saying that because I've watched you you know I think this we had was it the HT was you had the PT Cruiser or was the HTT yeah. so PT Cruiser. Man, on laundry day, it would be packed from the front to the back. But he had two basketballs that, that is right there. You know what I'm saying? It's like the clothes dirty, but the balls are fine right there. Like, don't touch my balls. I was like, <laughs> you know, if I used to make a joke, I'd walk past. I bet his balls are there. They go every time. Yeah, hey. I, I used to uh, my son. I wish he'd walk in right now. But I used to work. I used to work my son out at the laundromat while we was washing clothes. I knew that. Speaking I used to work him out in the parking lot, and people would come out. I'm like, "What are y'all doing, Jesus?" <laughs> he would be dribbling the mess out that ball, and everybody be like, "That's crazy, man! How old is he?" And he was young, and mm -hmm. he could he could do stuff that high school boys couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so. I'll be like, you know, I got a plan, man. I was, all I'm chasing is a free education. And I told, I tell him that to this day. That's all I've been chasing. I'm you know, chasing I'm you, education. Exactly. I'm gonna tell you cats out the back. You know, plenty of times I didn't walk down, you know, and see, you know, your daughter and them playing each other. They used to be in competition with each other sometimes. I don't know if you knew that, but you know, she, mm, you know, fat. He be like, yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> so you know that passion that you have, that love for the game, and everything that's in you and that character. You know, I've seen it. You know, because at the end of the day, you know, I was a teacher. I taught Evelina C. Jones, sixth grade, seventh grade, and I always say it's not how your kids act when you're around; it's how they act when you're not around. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that so like I said, I just want to give you kudos on that. And we got another trick for you. Got another, you know what I'm saying? Something you wasn't ready for. <laughs> ah. Coach Lee. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So first of all, man, shout out to Crawford Park. That was some good times, good games there. I got, a, got two questions for you. Uh, the first one is, I don't know if you remember the time. So everybody knows Zen, I go way back. 
through high school. I've been knowing him a long time. But it was funny is when I was going to school down in Kingsville. I hadn't seen him for years. Didn't know what happened to him. Didn't know what they say. So he laughing. So you probably already know where I'm going with this story. <laughs> they come into the gym. I swear, if it they might have had six people on the team. I'm not sure. I don't know. It was a what? small bench. We had a full bench, man. They came in there. And everybody like, man, what are they going to do? You know, the, the team is small. They're going to get tired. Man, man. <laughs> That tip off went off and ran our team up out the gym. <laughs> I mean, I mean, from position one through five, everybody's coming out the air and bringing the pain down on the rim, man. I'll probably say that's probably one of the most exciting college basketball games I've ever seen. But they did it. <laughs> oh, man. yeah, you know, uh, at Central Oklahoma, man, I was a, uh, I was an All American. Uh, I left for Division One and came down to Division Two with. You know, problems, got in trouble, you know. So I preach yeah. the kids about character and like Eric Thomas, what he I mean, you know, is Eric did you know what he done got in? I've been through all this, man. And so I try to tell people that, you know, that you know, your character is everything. You can only, you know, you can you can live so long on your character. You know, you if you if you do right, I mean it's so many pros that just do the things the right way and they still get a check. They're not putting up major numbers, they're not doing nothing major, but they just great pros. So they're good for the league. They're good for, you know, public eye. They're good for So they continue to get a check, you know what I'm saying? But when you causing the league name problems and your name always in the eye with the NBA or the NFL or the, whatever it may be, Major League Baseball, whatever it may they got to get rid of you, man. They can't man. keep you around because they got to keep that name in a good figure, you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, at Central, it was, a you know, like he know, it, we were nothing but a bunch of D1 guys that got in trouble. And we all came to one college together. Wow. Yeah, we, we whooped Oklahoma. We whooped OU that year. We whooped OU that year. We whooped Oklahoma State that year. Um, and, and we got paid to play them. And our coach just pocketed all the money because we were beating them by 25 and 30. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gave, hey, I gave, I, I gave Big Country. Hey, I gave Big Country Reeves 38. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, it's some guys that went pro in the NBA, and I, we done went down there and demolished them, man. I mean, me and my me and my roommate, Junie Sanders, man, we man, we used to put up major numbers on these cats, wow. and man, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And so, yeah, so, you know, it was, you know, when I used to see, you know, San Antonio Spurs, Seattle Supersonics, uh, you know, Houston Rockets, you know, Dallas Mavericks, and, you know, all these teams were in a Division Two arena watching us. You know, we were we were projected to get drafted. You know, yeah. so we we had we had that kind of talent on a Division two yeah. team, and like wow. he said, from from one to five, from one yeah, to five, yeah. that's just that's just what really it looked cool. like, man. You know, so all of us had the same story. We had just gotten trouble. That's all it was. We had just okay. gotten trouble. Everybody was everybody was somewhere big time and had gotten trouble. Yeah, that, that kind of so, like sound like sports talkers friends. You know, we was somewhere big time, but we all got in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the last thing, man, on a serious note, I ain't never told you this before, but I remember I probably say maybe our freshman year. It was a couple of times, and, and you know, and you had spoke earlier, you know, about taking grades serious and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember a couple of times when basketball season would come around, be time for the trials and stuff. You had some adversity. And I remember you would be sitting in the hallway by the thing. You'd be just be there just dribbling a ball and just thinking and just thinking. 
And I saw then, I'm like, that dude's going to make it because I see the fire in his eyes and the intensity that he has, man. So I'm not surprised that you are where you are, man. Good for the community. Love you, brother. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, Doc. Appreciate it, man. I didn't know you was turning this to love connection. I'm sorry, you know. I'm sorry. Okay, hey, okay. I tell <laughs> I tell people that story all the time, man. It's a motivational story. Wow. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I you know, like I tell you know, my big bros and my little bros, everybody done seen me, you know, dribbling the ball around Duncanville, Cedar Hill, DeSoto. I mean, chasing chasing basketball. And I, I really try to get kids back to that mode instead of chasing Snapchat and TikTok and and, you know, Instagram, you know, chase something that you love. You know, there's something that's going to be meaningful to you. But, you know, I just sent my uh, – matter of fact, I just sent my EYBL girls this, this this text message, and I said, hey, it's almost that time to grind again. I hope all of you are ready because some of these girls out here, some of these basketball girls, some of these so-called basketball girls out here have become Instagram models that are ranked ahead of you. So now it's time to pass the poked out lips and the lip gloss. And all of them just straight love. Everything loved, love, 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 love. All of my girls were loved on, on that message because it's a lot of people that took, took a lot of time off during this pandemic. And so when, when, when the world opens back up, it's going to be some ahead of everybody. And it's going to be some way behind everybody. And it's going to be some that stayed in the middle of the pack. And so which one, which one are you going to be? You know what I'm saying? Which one are you going to be? And I think a lot of kids ain't thinking like that. And they don't have the type of parents. They don't have the type of parents to think like that or tell them, you know, the truth that the world will open back up one day. And you're going to have to have some kind of skill set in whatever it may be to survive. And so, you know, I just, you know, that's what I'm preaching out here, man. I ain't lying. I, I'm giving nuggets. Man, I'm giving knowledgeable nuggets for kids to move on, man. That's, that's what I'm doing. Man, hate to have to get up out of here, man, but you're going to be getting up out of here shortly. So uh, any shout-outs you want to give? Oh, man, I just want to shout-out to the BWZ family, uh, the organization, the training, the kids that train with me, uh, my DFW Lee family as well, uh, you know, just – just want to give a shout out to y'all guys, man. Uh, Leroy and uh, and Coach Lee, man, I appreciate you guys, man, for having me on the show. You know, it's been a great Thanks show. I enjoyed out. it. Yeah, it's, 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 back it's, home, man. it's amazing how an hour would fly by. You know, when you <laughs> you're having a good time, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Yes, sir. Yes, you know, sir. So, uh, you know, I appreciate you guys, man, and, and you know, I will inform and post and and show everybody oh, you, you guys show where you guys can blow up, man. Oh, thank Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. Hey, hopefully, we blow up with you. So, you know, post your stuff. We want to see those shots in the group, man. Supposed to talk with friends. But what's your favorite team? Basketball, NBA man, team. Man, you know, I'm a, I'm a Laker till I die, man. I'm a Green Bay Packer <laughs> till I die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me stay out the group. Yeah, Shout out yeah, to yeah, Brandon and Robert. Packer till I die, and I'm a Laker till I die, dog. That's just what, what it is, man. So, you know. So you know when LeBron joined, I I got happy, man. I was like, well, <laughs> at least I know we'll be in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you think the NBA gonna open back up soon? I don't think so. Mm. Is that I it? think I think if they was gonna do something, they'd have been done done it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know if they was gonna do something with no fans and all that, I think they'd have been done done it already. Plus, that don't require too much when you know you ain't gotta worry about nobody in the arena with you. 
but I think it's more the safety of the of the, of the players. So I think the uh, NBA, uh, the uh, the NBA union, mm-hmm. I think the NBA union is blocking all that, man. They're not letting them. They're not letting them players play, man. So I don't. I think they're done for the season. I truly think yeah. that. Same here. They just, you know, they're just making them happy. So, question. You know, right now, you know, with the NBA and everything, it's like, so you think it's done. So, they, some of these uh, cities, some of these teams letting the players come back in. So, you think they should get hazardous pay? Or just oh, come yeah. back? Yeah. Mm. I, I agree. I agree. You know, uh, right now, I mean, you know, just, you know, just walking in a Walmart or just walking in a Kroger. I look at those workers, man, like they in there every day, man, working, man. If, if they're not getting hazardous pay, that's wrong, man. That's wrong, yeah, man. They, they, have to, they have to risk their life every day dealing with different types of people, man. They don't know what we got. They don't know what you got. They don't know what you got. They don't know what I got coming in that store, man. They don't know. And right. so, you know, I just think anybody that's out here right now working and have to deal with working with a mask on and being around other people, I think everybody should be getting paid hazardous pay. I just yeah. do. I just that's that was my think. point. I posted that in the group, and everyone was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, because I'm like, you know what's funny? This was the same. NBA was the same thing that made us black folk realize we can catch COVID. So there's yeah. a tension here. So if you want these workers, these EMT workers, these cashier workers, it has to start at the place where it got notoriety. At. So definitely should give them, you know, should give them hazardous pay. And I think it should be continued with everything else. So, every, you know, shout out to essential workers. You know, and uh, Coach Lee, you about to get up out of here, man. Anything you got? Any shout outs? No, that's Thanks it, buddy. Me. I appreciate y'all, man. Oh, no problem. Thanks for hanging out. But hey, this your dude, Uncle Leroy. Don't say Leroy without the junior. This is my dude, Coach Lee. Till next time, we out. Wah.